Welcome in, man. It's fight week. It is fight week, and this isn't this isn't a regular fight week. This is fight week for a mega fight, a super fight, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, fight that boxing could make, and we got it coming to us in what? I mean, less than five, six days now. Saturday, April twenty second, at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, we're gonna be watching Gervonta Tank Davis take on King Ryan Garcia. One of the fights that, you know, that transcends just the sport. This goes bigger than boxing. You know, this is an event. This is a sports event for all to watch. And I'm here to break down and preview this mega fight that's coming to us live on Saturday. This is the Never Drop Podcast. I'm Luke Backman. I'd appreciate if, you know, if you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, you know, streaming services, the DP, uh, DSPs, you know, I'd appreciate if you go ahead and followed my uh, channel. I'm keeping track of all the fights going on, you know, breaking them down, recapping them. Like, I'll be recapping this fight, uh, you know, a few days afterwards. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, Go ahead, smash that subscribe button, give the um, video a like, comment, uh, talk to me what you, what you like, what you don't like, let me know. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube, go ahead and subscribe because there will be some video coming from this week as I will be in attendance for this mega fight that's happening. And yeah, I appreciate you tuning in to the Never Drop Podcast. You know, this is a fight that... A lot of us didn't think that was going to happen. You know, these are two young guys at in their peak, undefeated, you know, no title on the line, but risking almost everything. Something that we don't really see in the sport of boxing. And as the fighters have said, as the trainers have said, this is going to be the fight that gets fighters to start fighting again. This is the fight that we're going to look back on and be like, these two, you know, started getting the big fights back into boxing. And I can't wait. I'm here. I'm going to talk down. I'm going to talk about the fight, talk about the fighters, uh, break down uh, what I think each one can do for a win, what I think some strengths and weaknesses are. And then, of course, I'll give you my prediction for this mega fight. With all that being said, let's go ahead and get right into it. All right, so let's just go ahead look at the fighters. You know, we know the fighters, but I'll just give you some, you know, raw data to start off, some raw facts. Uh, first, looking at uh, Tank Davis, you know, 28 and 0, 26 knockouts. Um, he's a southpaw, which I think, as I'll talk about, I think that'll play kind of a key role in this fight. Obviously, that's how he always is, but I think it'll show something different to Ryan in this fight. Uh, his height's 5'5 five, five and a half, uh, reach is 67 and a half inches, while Ryan Garcia, who's 23 and 0 with 19 KOs, regular orthodox stance, he stands at a 5'10 with a 70 inch reach. But what I found interesting, and I talked about this in my press conference episode, when they stood and did face-to-face, -face, you know, did their face-to-face -face at the podium, Ryan didn't look all that much taller than Tank. I know Tank had a hat, but, you know, that still doesn't bump you up, you know, too much. Honestly, it looked like, um, if you remember the picture of Tank and Mario Barrios, that looks, that looked like incredibly uneven. This looked like, okay, Ryan has a couple more inches on him, pause, not 
a whole five inches. So I think the height might be something that, you know, isn't as big as a factor some might say. Obviously, if they get in their uh, the ring on Saturday, you know, and it's a just crazy disparity. Okay, maybe that's different, but what I've seen through the press conferences, it doesn't look all that much. And we have to remember, Tank has a history of fighting taller guys, taller fighters. Um, just two off the head, obviously. Mario Barrios, Leah Santa Cruz. I believe Roley was taller than him. I only really, uh, really remember uh, Pipple Cruz is one of the shorter opponents Tank has fought, you know, in his last five or so fights you know ever since he became a pay-per-view star he's really fought people that have been taller than him so yeah i don't know i know people make a big deal of the height but between me personally not seeing too much of a disparity and you know tank having a history of fighting taller guys you know i don't think it's too much of an issue but looking at their last fights for both fighters we know tank fought uh and defeated hector luis garcia uh i believe that was january 7th start of the new year uh that was a tko eighth round hector luis garcia uh retired on his stool after multiple punches and he just said he couldn't see remember he was going to the wrong corner at first and then they brought him back to his corner and he told his trainer hey i can't see and they called the fight. You know, so that fight was just a little over three months ago. I, I remember, um, I believe Tank was doing an interview with, I believe it was the interview with uh, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, the All of the Smoke podcast, where they asked him, hey, you've just fought, you know, have you been training this entire time? And he was like, yeah, you know, he. I think he said he had a week off between that fight, you know, to rest, kind of chill. And then he was right back to training for this fight. So he's been in fight shape for, you know, probably close to five, six months now. Meanwhile, Ryan, you know, his last fight was back in July of 2022. We're coming up on close to, you know, a year. This will be nine months around. He's been out of the ring. That was a win versus Javier Fortuna. Uh, knockout in the sixth round. But ringing, ring inactivity for Ryan has kind of been, in this stage of his career, what is, I'd say, pl- not not plagued him, but been a major, major headline for him. He's only fought three times since the start of 2021. Uh, one of those, a reason behind that was because he took a break for his uh, mental health. He had to deal with some mental health and he took a break. And that's why he's only fought three times since the start of 2021. But that fight against Javier uh, Fortuna, that was only a second fight with trainer Joe Goosen. You know, he was training uh, with Canelo's trainer, Eddie Reynoso, for much of his uh, pro career. And then after the Luke Campbell fight, he switched over to Joe Goosen and they haven't had, they've had a long, you know, a year or so now together, but only two fights with each other so far. But obviously Joe has been a uh, professional. You can look him up. He, he has history in the sport. Calvin Ford, uh, tanks trainer respects, respects him. The amount he respects him is incredible. You know, every interview he's done, he's like, you know, my test is trying to be better than a guy who's seen everything. So look him up. He has great history, Joe Goosen. But, you know, it's something new. And this is the biggest fight almost in boxing. So the atmosphere is going to be a little new. So that was both of their last fights. 
Both are knockout artists. We know that. We know that with Tank. I think he's sporting a 92 or 93% knockout rate. And then um, Ryan's right around 85%. So they, you know, this fight's going to end, I believe, in a knockout. How it's going to happen, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the game plan each fighter deploys. For Ryan, does he come out early in this uh, in the fight and try and blitz Tank? We know Tank likes to gather his data, likes to see what he's working with. Even in the last fight is uh, Hector Luis Garcia fight. You know, I thought he lost the last the first. I thought he lost the first three rounds, and then picked it up for the second half of the fourth round. So, you know, there's a chance he might have lost four rounds to start that fight. But, you know, then once he got comfortable, he looked good and delivered that, you know, those punches that eventually knocked Luis Garcia out of the fight. So does Ryan come forward and start blitzing him at the start? I think that's something Tank has actually talked about. I don't think he, I believe he doesn't think Ryan's going to do that because I think he believes, you know, that'll leave Ryan up open for some shots, which might be true. You come in swinging wild, all that has to happen is Tank dodge one and then hit you with one, you know, and it's an early night. But again, on the flip side, Tank doesn't see that blitz coming. You hit him with a shot, it's an early night, but on the other side. So I think that's a real component as what we might see game plan wise. Skill-wise, truthfully, I think this is Tank's fight to lose. Me saying that, I just think Tank is the more skilled boxer of the two. Ryan does some things great, he has a great left hook. <laughs> We've seen that throughout the press conference. That's been a big thing. You know, Tank's talked about it. All he has is the left hook. You know, that's what people say about the left hook, uh, Ryan's left hook. All he has is that. And while Ryan does do some good things, he also does some other things that I just don't think a boxer at his level should be doing. He has a hard time cutting off the ring. So I think in this fight, this goes right to what Tank should do. I think Tank can get inside of Ryan, hit him with some shots, and get out of there. Because Tank, I don't think Tank wants to go shot for shot with Ryan. You know, I think Tank has the strength on him. I think he has the power and everything on Ryan. But with that left hook, and with, he has a good right hand too. I know everyone says, oh, it's just the left hook. No, Ryan has power in both hands. So I don't think Tank's going to want to sit in there and be like, all right, let me see what he has and just let Ryan tee off on him a couple times. So I think Tank's going to try and get inside and get out. And that's something Ryan has trouble with. He has trouble cutting off the ring. So Tank can use those escape routes, hit and not get hit. I think what Ryan needs to do in this fight is utilize the reach. You know, I said the the uh, height-wise... I don't know if that's going to be such an issue, but Ryan does have about, what, two and a half inches to three inches the reach. I think you have a good jab in this fight. You keep Tank at bay, keep him on the outside. You kind of control the fight. You don't have Tank control the fight. I think this fight's going to, for Tank's perspective, I think this might look like the Mario Barrios fight. In saying that, Barrios was controlling... The outside, he was boxing, he was keeping Tank at bay, and he was winning a lot of rounds. Tank realized, hey, I gotta do something here. Decided he's gotta pressure, get in the inside. What, I believe it was the seventh or eighth round. Knocked down Barrios twice, eventually finished him in the 11th round. I think Tank's gonna realize those first two to three rounds, hey, I can't go box this guy. I'm gonna have to get inside, maybe hit land a uppercut. 
maybe land a left hook of my own, right? So it'll be interesting to see the strategy between the two. I do think at some point, Ryan's going to let off some combination of punches. Some that if you're a tank fan, you're going to be holding your breath saying, all right, please don't catch him or get out of their tank, right? I think it's going to get the crowd into it. I liken it back to, if you remember the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, I believe it was like the fourth and the sixth round when Pacquiao had uh, Mayweather on the ropes. It was just his lightning speed. It was just teeing off shots on him. I think it would be something like that. I think there would be a time in this fight where Tank will have to take some punches from Ryan. And if he does, I think it will be good for this fight. If he doesn't, it could cost Tank the fight. While I do think this is a close fight, I do think Tank's the heavy favorite. I wouldn't say heavy favorite. He's the favorite. As I've mentioned, he's the more skilled boxer. He has, I believe, the power to get it done. While Ryan does have power and speed, Ryan does things like he closes his eyes when he punches. If you haven't watched it, you know, go ahead and watch some of his highlights or some of his training videos. He closes his eyes when he punches. And I think Ryan, I mean, Tank can counter and really do damage to Ryan, would that be in the case? I also think with Tank being a southpaw, he'll have that right hand up, his off, um, yeah, being a southpaw, his lead arm, his right hand, I think will always will be, you know, up, covering the right cheek, right side of his face, which will negate some of Ryan's left hooks, right? I think every time Tank throws a left hand, he's gonna have that right up, like he should, and that's going to make sure Ryan can't always catch him clean with the left hook. Ryan also likes to lunge on his punches, and doing so, if he lunges with a right hand, I think Tank might be able to avoid and stay off the center line, keeping his head off the center line, you know, avoiding getting hit, and then countering with a left or even a right. That's what I, uh, I think when I talk about the Mario Barrios fight, if you remember the first knockdown, right, you know, Tank's a southpaw, so he's left-handed. The first knockdown was a right hook. I think the right hand can do damage in this fight for Tank. I think if he faints with the left, has Ryan Garcia, you know, defending like he's going to get hit with the left, it'll leave a right hand, a right hook, a right straight, wide open for Tank to take advantage of, and he has power in both hands. So now Ryan has to worry about both hands, and that might make it easier for a left hand to slip in for Tank. So either way, I think both fighters have the potential to end the fight at any given time. But who's going to get that first shot first? I think Ryan's going to get one of those first shots first. I think he's going to hit Tank with something, and everyone in the crowd, everyone watching is going to be like, oh, crap. We've seen Tank get hit with shots. In the Roly Romero fight, he got hit in the second round with a shot, and that that landed. That hurt Tank. Tank has talked about one of the hardest shots I've been hit with. He had to immediately hold, and I think we're gonna see that see that tactic from Tank too. He's not not gonna stand in there toe to toe. I don't think with Ryan, and say, "Yo, hit me with your best left hand." He can't do that. It'll be interesting. Would I be surprised? Say the winner in this fight, either it be Ryan or Tank have to get up from off the canvas, you know, get knocked down in this fight, have to get up and get back. No, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan got floored, got back up. You know, he did not the Luke Campbell fight. I give him, 
mad props for that. You know, Luke Campbell hit him with a nice left hand, floored him. Ryan got back, ended it, I believe, with a seventh-round knockout. You know, so I give Ryan shown he can get up off the deck. If he stuns Tank, will Tank have the presence of mind to collect himself in those 10 seconds and get off the deck? You know, that's something we might have to see. And I wouldn't be surprised, right? Ryan has power, as I keep saying. But overall, I think it's going to be a great fight. I don't think it's going the distance. I think someone will be knocked out. I'll tell you who I think will win this fight and deliver the knockout. I'm sure you can probably guess, but I'll tell you. But first, before that, we just have to give props to both of these fighters. And I, I just want to say this because boxing has now become a sport where, hey, if you don't have a zero, meaning, you know, you're not undefeated, you can't be one of the, you know, one of the greats. It's kind of that Floyd Mayweather effect. You know, you got to be unbeaten. And while, yeah, being unbeaten's huge, man, these guys are putting it all on the line. If they lose, they should be um, applauded for making this fight. I'm talking about either one, Ryan or Tank, if they lose. And we shouldn't have to send them back to square one. No, these guys are ultra competitors, and a loss does not define your career. Look at uh, Jermel Charlo. Lost to Tony Harrison, undisputed 154, right? The best have taken losses. Ali, Tyson, you know, all, everyone has taken losses. So I believe in this new day and age of boxing, just because you lose once doesn't mean your career is over. So I, I just want to make that point shown because for these two to even get in the ring with each other, I really think will help the sport of boxing because personally, I came into the sport watching Mayweather Pacquiao and I stayed in the sport because I enjoyed it. I think that this could be the fight that does that does that for many other fans, right? They see the hype, they see the commercials, they see everything on you know Twitter, Instagram. They have friends talking about the fight. They buy it, they see a good fight. They're like, hey, I kind of like this sport. I'm gonna stay with it. There you go. This will in- invite new fans to this sport. So I have tremendous respect for both of them. But with that, my prediction is I got tanked by knockout. I don't know what round, but I think it'll be a later knockout. I think that the fight will start off with Tank collecting data, Ryan getting some good shots in, Tank kind of getting going near the middle, kind of realizing, hey, I'm losing on the scorecard. I got to get turn up. And he does that. And he delivers a knockout of Ryan Garcia. I just don't think Ryan's chin can withstand Tank for the entire fight. You know, he got dropped by Luke Campbell. I mentioned that before. And it coming down back to 136, which I don't think would be an issue, but I do believe, you know, he wants to fight at 140, coming back down to 136. He'll lose a little bit of his power. He might be a little tired, even though he's fought at 135 his entire career almost. That's a whole nother subject, but I do believe he'll be a little less powerful, and I think Tank will take advantage of that. I, I do think Tank will get hit with some shots, and at times we'll just have to hold on for dear life against Ryan. But I, I think Tank's defense and skill will be the difference in this fight and will allow him to, you know, maybe set a trap and deliver a knockout blow of Ryan Garcia. Either way, it's going to be a great fight, man. I'm so pumped for it. I'm, I, I can't wait. Like, I, I truly, you know, I've been watching Tank for five to six years now. I remember when he was Adrian Broner's protege, when Broner was Mayweather's protege. Right. 
Ryan Garcia's been calling Tank out for years. You know, it was always, all right, cool, right? This, whatever. And then Garcia, props to him, made his made a uh, name for his career, started getting bigger and bigger. And now he's at this point where he chased Tank down. I, th- I think Tank also wanted to fight because I think Tank thinks he can beat him, which obviously I just made my prediction. I, I believe he can too. But this was all, this was a lot of Ryan Garcia saying, hey, we're going to make this fight. And I, I will always give Ryan Garcia that respect. But now, you know, come Saturday, no more talking. We got to fight. And I just truly think tank skills, defense power will be the difference. And it'll land a knockout blow that'll deliver Ryan Garcia's first loss. And tank, if this happens, we're going to have discussions about where he is in this lightweight division. Because we talked about Shakur last podcast. We've talked about Devin. We've talked about Tank. But now, is Tank 1? Is Tank 2? If he wins this fight, those are the only two places he can be. And I think, depending on how it goes, with no belts, he could be above the undisputed guy at 135. We'll have to see, right? And on the flip side, if Ryan Garcia knocks out Tank or gets the win against Tank, hey, people have looked at Ryan as the si- the fifth, the sixth, maybe even the seventh best lightweight, which is absurd. Hey, is he up in that top three, top four, top two? So we're going to see. There's going to be discussions after this fight. Whoever wins, you know, they're calling him the face of boxing, whoever wins this fight. That's not too far off. You know, you got people like Canelo, Earl Spence Jr., Fury, Wilder. You know, those are some of the name guys, namesake guys for the sport. You're going to have to throw Javante Davis in and Ryan Garcia. And the winner leapfrog, leapfrogs the other. And probably leapfrogs some other names, too, for the face of boxing. So Saturday, when it comes down to it, it's going to be one heck of a fight. And while I have Tank winning by knockout in the later rounds, I true, I think that it could go... I wouldn't be surprised if it went either way, but I'm confident that whatever way it goes, we're going to be in for an action-packed and great fight on Saturday night. All right, yeah, so as you can tell, man, I'm, I'm pumped. I am hyped for this fight come Saturday. And I think, you know, it's bigger than boxing. I just talked about it, but, man, this fight is an event. You know, I got people who aren't sports fans, or excuse me, boxing fans, you know, who are talking about this fight. I really think it's the biggest thing in boxing. This upcoming weekend, excuse me, it's probably the biggest thing in sports, which is amazing. And I can't wait. I can't wait to be there in Vegas. I think the whole thing is just going to be incredible, uh, incredible show, incredible time. The atmosphere will be amazing. I can't wait. I'm also holding out hope. You know, there was a report like two weeks ago that Spence Thurman, not Thurman, excuse me, Spence versus Crawford would be announced on at the fight or, you know, sometime on April 22nd. Crossing my fingers, that's the case. I, I don't think it is, but man, that would be awesome. Either way, man, Saturday, April 22nd is about Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. And while I have one side, Tank Davis winning, all the respect goes to Ryan as well as Tank. But these two warriors are going to battle it out 
in a fight, I think that, again, as they've labeled by their coaches, by promoters, trainers, by them, the fights that bring fights back. People will start fighting because this fight. They'll see how they'll get paid. They'll see the pay-per-view numbers. They'll see the packed-out arenas, the arena. It truly is going to be a spectacle. I can't wait to be there. Can't wait to cover it. Can't wait to uh, release video. Everything about it, man. Can't wait to break it down, recap it. It's going to be incredible. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to me talk about my breakdown of it. Again, before I hop off here and this episode, if you're listening on... Spotify, Apple Music, not Apple Music, excuse me, Apple Podcast, Amazon Podcast, any of those streaming services, man, please press that follow button. We got some good fights coming up. Hey, man, in May, got undisputed title at 135, Devin Lomachenko. Uh, Jamal Charlo was talking about Junie's fighting. Some other fights I'm probably missing right now, but because I'm so focused on this fight, but... There's some great fights coming in, and I'm covering them all. I'm going to cover them, talk boxing. I'm covering them all. I'm talking boxing, everything, man. I'm just covering the sport. So tune in, follow, make sure you're up to date. Listening on YouTube, or if you want to subscribe, which I suggest you do so you can see some video. The Never Drop Podcast on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, like a video, comment a video. Let me know what, what you enjoy, how you're doing, You know what you think about it. Let me know. I'd appreciate it. And I appreciate everyone in for tuning into this episode. And man, make sure you're watching April 22nd. Buy the fight too. Buy the fight so fighters see. They can make some real money off these fights. Buy it. Showtime, zone, wherever. Make sure you buy this fight. Show the uh, fighters some support. And hey, we're, gonna, we're in for a treat. This fight... And then the coming super fights that will be made because of this fight. Again, the Never Drop Podcast. Appreciate you listening. I'm out. Peace.